Hey, everybody. Welcome to this special bonus episode of the Up for Discussion podcast. I am your host, Tom Zalatna, and I have a wonderful, wonderful human being with me in the room today. What's popping, guys? Julie McKenzie up in here with uh, the homie Tom Zalatna. We high-fived. Yes, we did. Uh, you guys know Julian from uh, a lot of Concordia radio shows uh, and also from a bunch of stuff that I have done over the past couple of years. He's yeah. kind of a, a regular fixture around here. Yeah, it's been a while, though. Well, you you were on like last month, two months ago, fairly recently. It's been a while. Fair enough. A lot of stuff happens within like 48 hours that I consider to be a while. Yeah, true enough. Beyonce drops an album I wasn't expecting. Lemonade. Kind of overshadows the reason we're here tonight. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's kind of weird. You know what's funny? Just before we actually talk into what we're about to talk about, Mm. uh, for the longest while, I I assumed like Lemonade was just like, like what is is Lemonade? I didn't know what it was. I'm usually on top of everything, but I didn't know what it was until like a few days before. Yeah. Well, I, I had no idea it was happening until it was released. And yeah, then no. all of a sudden everyone's tweeting about like, oh, Beyonce's got a new album. I'm like, hold up. Hold my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if this was a podcast, <laughs> nothing was the same. That would work. Uh, we're, we're here tonight because, uh, as you guys know, Drake just dropped a new album. Hey. <clears throat> and we're uh, we're going to review it track by track because we said we wanted to do this back in like, what was it, November? Yeah. We, we, actually, we actually planned this out for a good while that if... When uh, views, well, back when it was still called Views from the Six, mm-hmm. would uh, drop, we would have a podcast yeah. where we would review uh, Views from the Six. Well, the the album title has since been shortened to just Views, mm-hmm. and uh, we are still gathered here today to have a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be eating pizza and chicken because, yeah, it's nighttime. We're hungry. We're young kids. We're out here. You know, we're, we're, we're hungry kids. Looking for revenge, as uh, Drake would say. And we're not all, like, you know, award-winning professional broadcasters. Well, I mean, you didn't have to... Well, not all of us. You'll win your award. I'll get that one day. Yeah, you'll get an award. We just had Hank freaking Green on the podcast. Yeah. Whatever award do I need? Yeah, I mean, you got to interview your hero. One of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't make, I don't make celebrities my heroes. Like, Drake would never be my hero. Well... Drake is like Toronto's hero. That's fair. Can I just, before we all, I mean, like Toronto right now, they are on an amazing hot right now because Mm -hmm. views from the six is out. Uh, The Toronto Raptors won a playoff series for the first time in 15 years. Uh, The Toronto Maple Leafs have the number one overall pick in the upcoming NHL draft. Uh, If you are in the six right now, you are having the time of your life. Shit is hot up in the six. And and views will likely be the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was... I was pretty stoked for this album, not going to lie. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Beyonce drops this album. And <laughs> Lemonade is so good that I, I felt myself the past couple of days wanting to listen to that more than I wanted to listen to this. Uh, but I was like, I need to listen to this because Julie and I are reviewing this. I still need to catch up on, on all of Lemonade at the time of this recording because it's very possible that by the time it comes out, I right. will have actually like heard all of it. That being said, I've heard tracks off Lemonade and... It's very charged. It's, it's very it's good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Jay and Beyonce have done a really great job of making mm-hmm. everyone think that there's, you know, genuine, real, you know, like DEFCON 5 right, in right. their relationship. <clears throat> yeah, Not to say I, that there isn't issues. They're just, you know, pretty bad. Yeah. My, my suspicion is that Beyonce like looked at artists like Taylor Swift and Adele and was like, hey, they they get really successful off like breakup albums. Jay, how would you feel about pretending that you cheated on me? Uh, and he was probably like, can we, can we stream it exclusively on title? And then they shook hands and she wrote some gold, you know? 
Does Beyonce look at anybody? <laughs> Presumably she looks <laughs> at Jay like during. She's <laughs> 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 kind of assuming. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right. Let's actually talk about Drake. So, Drake. Yeah. So, Julian, I how long have you been a fan of Drake for? Since. Like, give me a year. I'll say I think I truly became a fan 2000 I thought I want to say 2010 when I think when uh around the year whenever thank me later dropped cuz before when he dropped so far gone that was when he he that was when I I first started hearing Drake for the first time and I wasn't really sure if he was really going to pan out cuz at that point he was still the dude from Degrassi right, who right. just happened to have a track with Lil Wayne and it was the weirdest thing mm-hmm. and then thank me later dropped and I thought oh wow he has like an album and there's there's good tracks so I said, all right, cool. You know, Drake's got next. Mm-hmm. And now, what, like six years later? Six. six Years later. He's uh, he's the man in the six. Yeah, that's it. He's uh, he's blown up. Yeah. Um, so you, you've been you'd say you you're pretty, pretty intimately familiar with his repertoire. More or less. Yes. OK. I started listening to Drake like a week after if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, because because there was a <laughs> there was a point in our in, uh, in our I'm trying to remember, like you, you, you were like slowly trying to get into Drake, mm-hmm. and and at one point you were you had you were on Snapchat, and you would just play like Know Yourself like all the time. It's a good song. Yeah, no, it was great. I stand behind that choice. What made you, I had curiosity? What made you want to like listen to Drake? I grew up never listening to hip hop. My mom really didn't like it, and so I just assumed it wasn't good. Because uh, you know, if your parents don't like something, you're like, oh, it's not good, and eventually. You know, you realize you can make your own decisions about things. and <laughs> You grew up. Yeah, that's it. I grew up. And uh, it just took a long time for me to, like, decide that I wanted to, like, give it a shot. And, you know, I had heard hip-hop that I'd liked over the years, but never really invested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, at, uh, I don't remember who it was. Someone was, like, bumping. Uh, my roommate was bumping Tim Pimba Butterfly yeah. in his room. And I was like, oh, this is, like, a really good album. Yeah. I should see what Drake's about. <laughs> He's like Kendrick Lamar. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I want to listen to the other guy. Well, that's it because I had, I knew I'd heard uh, I'd heard Know Yourself. Yes, and I was like, oh, this is a cool song. Like, eh, this is fun. Um, and then, yeah, and then my roommate was listening to Kendrick, and like I was listening to it with him, you know, the whole album. And I was like, oh, I just enjoyed a hip hop album. Maybe I should, you know, enjoy enjoy another one. Try this out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and I I downloaded it. Uh, off iTunes, yeah, I paid for it. I took the risk. Yeah, I was like, "This is what, like, twelve bucks?" Yeah, and you, you and you have some OVO apparel as well. I do now. You do now. Yeah, yes. yeah. I needed a sweater, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I still I, I, on it." I wanted an OVO sweater like around when Take Care dropped, but I never ever got that OVO sweater. But uh, yeah, so if you're reading, this was too late. Dropped what February of 2015 out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Actually, I remember that day because he, he pulled a Beyonce. Yeah, he did. But yeah. what was crazy about that day was that Kanye dropped the track that day and everyone was already like making a big crazy thing about it. Mm-hmm. And then Drake dropped an album out of nowhere. So at one point we were, we were in a position where we had a new Kanye song. We were still kind of into this new Kendrick album and Drake had dropped this album out of nowhere. Right, right. What was particular about this album was that unlike, well, previous Drake albums were just kind of soft, softer. And I mean, they kind of had some like hard tracks, but they were mostly soft. And then yeah. if you're reading This Was Too Late, was this album that had all these, you know, bangers. And mm-hmm. he was using all these, you know, these like kind of like Migos flows, all these like cool flows. And it pretty much was a soundtrack for the summer. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, and you know, everyone's like, all right, we're going to vibe with this Drake. But I mean, there was still an album to come, yeah. you know, like, uh, 
you know, the, well, he was already talking about views at that point. Yeah, right? right. And he and then when the Meek Mill beef happened and, and he was all like, you know, took a break from views. Now it's back to that. Right. Six, six. <laughs> you know, it, everyone was still waiting for this album. It had They're been like, like three years. No, two years at that point. And, and when views dropped it in three years since we had like a no, a legit album not to say that if you're reading this wasn't a legit album it right, was just a surprise they were calling it a mixtape a lot as well i don't yeah. really know like that to being me that said, seems like that, an arbitrary distinction that being said i, th- I think uh if you're reading this if, if you're reading this got grammy dom so i think it's right. it's definitely more than a mixtape now right well that's it yeah like and, and frankly like i feel like the term mixtape is kind of a weird concept to me like what is it it's like an album that you didn't take too seriously i don't think i don't think it's necessarily that i think a mixtape is just like a little project where you put on songs that you're not necessarily looking to sell people or you know what i think you're just putting tracks on there just to kind of get a feel of like what people think okay uh because what some people do is they'll put a song on they'll just drop a song on a Mm mixtape and if a song gets like really successful they'll like put it out on itunes for people to just Mm -hmm. download right and then they'll either that or they'll put it on an album that people will enjoy after. Okay. Yeah. No. So but, it's sort of a it's a testing ground. It's a lower it, stakes album release. Basically. It can be a te- it, in some ways it's a testing ground. Some people like you know they thrive off of using mixtapes mm-hmm. before they they use their albums. But yeah, I I, I guess we're certainly saying it's like testing ground. Also, uh, I I I mean I'm not an artist at all, but I find more people have creative licenses over on a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Where like for example, Wiz Khalifa I think is like the best example. Wiz Khalifa will will put all of his like you know. I find he puts his grit, his best stuff on a mixtape. Okay. Or, you know, for, for, you know, for labels and stuff like that, all these other exterior influences, they're all like, you know, you should do this with your album, do that with your album. We don't like this. We don't like that. That's going to go towards an album as opposed to a mixtape where you could literally just put whatever you want. Right. Then again, you know, the artist has more freedom with the mixtape. Yeah, than with the exactly. Album. Exactly. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, he managed to put together, if you're reading this is too late, ended mm-hmm. up turning to that. But views, you know, I assume a lot of care went into views. Right. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of production. Mm-hmm. on views which by the way i want to say that the production on views it's great it's great yeah uh 40 who is uh, drake's right hand man it's noah noah Shabib. Shabib, yes uh he is legendary he is outstanding he deserves so much praise however however i feel as if there were instances on the album where the production was stellar and I didn't think Drake matched it all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna start with the first track. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, the first. Um, just to just to wrap up, like yeah. I. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna Sorry. get rid of all these coughs, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm eating food, you know. Um, the, <laughs> it's important. Stop eating all the chicken. Save yeah. some for. I'm sorry. Meat. <laughs> uh, so the reason we brought up, if you're reading this, uh, that was kind of the album that made me like hip hop, uh, and then from there I started listening to other stuff. Um, and so the only other Drake album that I've listened to, apart from if you're reading this and views, is uh, Nothing Was the Same. So I do not have quite as much of a background in this as Julian. Uh, so it will be interesting kind of coming from my sort of fresher perspective uh, and his more seasoned perspective, um, seeing how we each felt about this album and like how we think that it, you know, stacks up. Also, I mean, it, I mean it's still been a few days since the album has come out mm-hmm. and I will acknowledge that it's totally possible that by the time I listen to this podcast, maybe like a few months from now, I'll be a few like, months hey. from now we're releasing this on Friday. Well, I mean, not, I'm not, I mean, I will have already listened to it by then. I'm just saying, you know, if I feel nostalgic mm-hmm. and I'm just chilling one day, I'm like, Oh, Hey, you know, I want to listen to this podcast right, and right. listen to the album again. It's totally possible. 
that the way I feel about some tracks on at the time of this recording may change. Right. Because you can't just you can't just review an album, especially in this day and age, you can't just review an album within twelve hours and just be like, Where does Bond? This album is XYZ. You right. have to let it simmer, you have to listen to it a few times, really understand all the nuances. I don't even think I understand all the nuances to this album. To Pivot Butterfly dropped over a year ago, and I don't think I can tell you every single nuance from that album. Right. I still listen to that and have moments where I'm like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Like 12 times, but exactly. I've listened to it before. You know? Exactly. Like, there are people out here who are saying Views is an instant classic. Mm-hmm. I actually talked to people and they were like, Views is an instant classic. Right. It's totally possible it could be an instant classic, but I will go into this more on the album. At this time right now, there aren't enough songs on the album that I go back to that would make me think this album's an instant classic. Yeah. Because it's one thing if, if it's an instant classic where you can go back, you know, back to front, front to back through the album. You know what? You know, you just happen to be playing a song from the album on shuffle and you don't want to skip it. I don't have the same t- sentiment with views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I feel you. It's like my feeling about it so far is that I like it a lot. I don't think I like it as much as I like either of the other two albums, but I also don't know if that's just because I've listened to those a lot more, you know? Right. So, yeah, so let's uh, track by track, tear this thing apart. Uh, Let's start with the first track, Keep the Family Close, Mm -hmm. which, in my opinion, starts off with the most depressing Drake line I have ever heard in my life. Okay. All of my let's just be friends are friends I don't have anymore. Yeah. When When I heard that, on the first listen, I thought, oh, my God. Like, I was like, wow. Like, this guy. Is, like, there are people. Imagine. Im, here's the thing. Imagine saying, all right, dude. You're talking to some random dude who who's really hates Drake because right. he thinks he's so soft. And he's like, dude, man, you just, just, just give views a shot. Just skip this track if you want them yeah. to. Because cause as soon as they hear that, they're just going to get pissed off and be like, you see why I don't like Drake? <laughs> By the way, like I said, I'm a fan, so like I don't really care about that whole soft thing. But when I heard that, I was just like, really? You are really going for the sappiness here. But I mean, to a certain extent, I mean that's that's Drake's problem, right? I mean, he has we know Drake as the guy with those trust issues, no new friends and all that. People are connecting. Uh there's numerous instances on the album where people can make connections to the fact that uh, Drake doesn't talk to a lot of friends that were used to be in the circle. Right, right. Nicki Minaj is one person. Yeah. He doesn't apparently talk to as much anymore you know yeah. thanks to meek mill and mm-hmm. maybe some other things who knows uh there may be some issues with uh i don't know but there may be some issues with him and uh, quentin miller the guy who ghost wrote uh, a bunch of tracks that ended up on if you're reading this is too late right there's a lot of people in his circle that you know it's seemingly almost every project or album or song whatever he just doesn't trust them anymore yeah <clears throat> and so, i think that that you know some of those are probably just things where you fade away from people, but it's uh, yeah, it, there seems to be a lot of like kind of sad things on this album where it almost feels like Drake is like falling apart a little bit. Yeah. And this, this first track just kind of really hits that home. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, yeah. Opening with that first line, I was like, I, I have, I wrote down my first impressions in like a note on my yeah. phone. Yeah. Uh, and I just wrote, uh, this breakdown is pretty cool. Like there was a cool breakdown in there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but then I wrote, I like that this song is just straight up sad Drake from the very beginning. <laughs> it's sad. Because it, it just sets the tone for what I expect from Drake, which is, well, I expect it from the second half of his songs that he, you know, gets a little introspective. But yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was like, okay, well, I know what I'm in for. I'm in for like an hour-ish of Drake being sad about life. Yeah. Also, I, I, I think this 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 is probably the good beginning to, uh, apparently Drake has described this album as, you know, the first part of it 
is, you know, Toronto in the winter. So, you know, it's cold, you know, desolate, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it turns into summer and then winter again. Also, I will say that the production on this is is very good. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like if Drake was told, hey, you want to go for uh, you want your song to be featured in the new James Bond movie. Right. Like try it. Try a crack at it. Or if someone thought, you know what? We need a Drake musical. This right. is like this is a song you put in the score, right? This totally. is something you have. Like that you there's a scene of like Drake on the stage and he's just alone with himself and the spotlight is on him and he's just all like, All of my let's just be friends are friends I don't have anymore. And then the the, the drums, the bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. But yeah, no, I mean this is depressing, but I also feel as if I mean I don't know if it's just, you know, his vocal range just isn't there. He said this was like the album where his vocal performance was at his highest. But I don't know. I feel as if like he could have, there were some parts with the production. He could have like rose up to that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, especially when the music kind of gets louder, more rousing and, and, and you're, and you're really in the feels like if Drake, if Drake really started to croon on this, maybe some people would have been like, yo man, I can't be out here with Drake, man. It's too soft. Mm-hmm. But to another extent, you, you respect him. You would respect him a little more because of how vulnerable he is. Right. And I mean, yes, he's always been vulnerable, but like, that would just open a new, like another, like an, another scab, right? Like that's, right. that's a, that would be a deeper level. So in a way I was kind of disappointed because I don't know, I felt like that was an opportunity for Drake to go deeper mm-hmm. into his emotions and whatever. And I know a lot of people aren't fans of it, but you know, a lot but of his, kind of his brand. Though. Yeah. His, a lot yeah. of his core fans like it, but I think that would, that was a blown opportunity. That's just my opinion, but no, totally. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, although interestingly, like you say, like, because I hadn't heard this thing about this being the one where his vocal range is kind of explored. Apparently, yeah, but like there's, well, there's yeah, songs on something here, along those lines. Yeah, there's songs on here where like there's someone who's like singing a little bit high, and I never, I don't know who it is in any of the spot, and I was wondering if it's him. And it's I have no totally idea. It's totally possible like, if it's, it's look into it. But. It's totally possible it could be Party Next Door because there's okay. some instances where uh, Party Next Door, who is a talented singer songwriter, mm-hmm. uh, wrote the uh, the song "Work" by Rihanna. Right. I recorded a whole demo of it, which is actually like not as good as work, but it's pretty good. But it stacks up. It, it's it's pretty good. Uh, that's a guy who, whose voice you can hear all throughout the mm-hmm. album. There's one track uh, with you where, right, where he, he's specifically he, credited. He's on credited it. there. Uh, yeah. Jeremiah is also near the end, but for some reason mm-hmm. he's not credited. But okay, it's very possible it could be him. Right. Um, there's uh, how high is Jeremiah's voice? I don't know what his octave range okay. is, but because uh, I think. With you might be the track that I'm thinking of that has yeah. like a pretty like falsetto-y guy part. Yeah, that's yeah. like near the end. And I almost thought like I almost thought maybe the weekend was like no. featuring, but no, they would have made a bigger deal out of that. Yeah, no, yeah. but uh, I'm surprised that Jeremiah didn't get a credit on that. We'll mm-hmm. get to that track later, but I was surprised he didn't get a credit on because because yeah, yeah. Jeremiah. I'm happy about Jeremiah by the way because Jeremiah had a song in what 2009 called Birthday Sex, and I thought like and obviously oh, that, that was him. Okay. Yeah, and like that song was good, but. For a little while, I didn't really hear much from Jeremiah. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, 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 damn, he's going to be a one-hit wonder. And then he started dropping these mixtapes. He had this one uh, late-nights mixtape, which was actually like really good. Mm-hmm. It was just a mixtape, and it was kind of under the radar. And then he dropped a full album, and he's still doing these features every now and then. Jeremiah's one of the more underrated vocalists out there, in my opinion. But that's... Right, yeah. That's that's a it's not the Jeremiah podcast, right? It's a, the Juicy Drake podcast. But I think I've, I've said all I need to say about Keep the Family Close. Okay. Should we go to nine? Let's go to nine. Okay. Uh, nine sounds like every drake track i've heard of pretty much since if you're reading this yeah it's it's very drake i literally the only note i wrote for this was this is a drake song this is a drake song yeah Yeah, i I got nothing to say about it i like uh you know it's good yeah i think the only thing that made me that made me kind of do like a double take 
was when he says, uh, turn the six upside down as a nine now. Right. You know, there's like the those gifts where, you know, everyone's like, whoa, like, what is that? There's the gif of like Zach Galifianakis with all these numbers like flowing in his face. Uh, there's this one gif uh, from the show The Wire where this dude's like mouth is like open. He's like, what? Like, that's pretty much how I felt about that. Right. I'm like, why is he like turning the six into a nine? From my understanding of it, just my understanding, I could totally be wrong. I think it's that there's so many people uh, in in Toronto now who, you know, who have come up under Drake, like, you know, Tory Lanes or all these other rappers. Right. Drake may or may not, may not necessarily be as impressed with, and they're all, like, trying to rep the six, all trying to rep the six, and, you know, like, you know, like, you know what, like, turn the six upside down as a nine now, you know, you know, like, you can have the whole six thing. That's one theory of way of looking at it. I could be totally wrong. Also, there's there's the fact that, you know what, like, he's just done so much crazy stuff for the city. He literally turned the city upside down. You know, Toronto, this is probably the, this is probably the better theory. Right. The six used to just be, you know, Toronto just used to be this generic city in Canada. Yeah. Canada was just this big place where everyone just rode on polar bears and, and, and were just in igloos. Now, Toronto is this city where, you know, big things are gone. Big things are gone and... You know, Drake literally is one of the big reasons why the six has literally been turned upside down. Right, right. People pay attention to the six or yeah. in this case, a nine. Yeah, but even yeah. at that, like the the track itself didn't really. It doesn't do hit hard. No. Nope. Yeah. It's it like if, if someone's like, hey, can you play me a Drake song that like, you know, kind of encompasses what Drake is? I might play that. Yeah. You know, if they're not asking for something amazing, they're just asking for something that like definitely sounds like Drake. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll pull that out. Yeah. But uh I don't know. Would you skip it and shuffle? Yeah, I'd skip it. Fair enough. Actually, do you, you know what's funny? Like on my on my phone, I have a few tracks uh, from the album on my phone. I don't put I didn't put all of it. Mm. Uh, I didn't put "Keep the Family Close" and I didn't put nine, but uh, I put the next track okay. on the the track list, which is uh, "You With Me." Yeah, I like this one because he establishes pretty pretty early on that you can't walk through his kitchen without a bunch of his friends being there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, some line to a girl about like if you want to walk around in my kitchen naked uh, and and don't expect to see my my friends around like forget it like that's just not how life is anymore and uh, i thought that was great because i like to imagine like you know people who work as hard as he does people who put as much stuff out into the world mm-hmm. presumably they're pretty much constantly surrounded by the people they're working with and like presumably they're pretty good friends with those people and so i like to imagine that like yeah that's what drake's house is like you know his his producers are hanging out in his kitchen eating pizza and if the girls he's sleeping with come out naked, they're just there and they're like, oh, hey, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one cool thing about this song, uh, DMX is sampled at the beginning. That, yeah, that beginning okay. part, uh, which is hilarious because uh, when he was interviewed a few years ago, DMX was all like, I hate everything about Drake. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that like Drake sampled him. I don't know if, if there's been fences that have been mended between the two. Right. Apparently this other rapper, N-O-R, uh, Nori, N-O-R-E, uh, was the man responsible okay. for clearing the sample right but uh not nah, like the dmx being sampled on it on a drake track considering that dmx is not a fan of uh of drake is, is kind of hilarious but uh the first part of that song is just okay it's the the second part of the song where uh beat the beat changes and then uh it gets a little like hyped and like drake's like kind of vocal range kind of goes up a little bit mm-hmm. At that point, I was kind of sleeping on the album a little bit. I was like, eh, this album's kind of all right. And then that happened. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Drake's awake now. You yeah. know, Drake's trying to do something now. I'm wide a Drake. A little pun. Sure. Yeah. We'll, 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 uh... This is the one that has the line about the Happy Meal. I didn't like that. Was it a, was it a Happy Meal line? Uh, I don't remember that line. I got to, like, grab genius see. this. You, you, you toying with it like a Happy Meal. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not into it. Do you like that line more than um, the Chaining Tatum line? Oh, man, I'm still not over Chaining Tatum. <laughs> Everyone is so beaten up on Chaining Tatum. I didn't think it was that bad. It's, that, it's not that it's that bad. It's just that it's like it's reaching. It's you know? corny. Yeah. It's corny. Yeah. And I was talking to my buddy Andrew uh, earlier, and he was he was saying like he, he really didn't like this album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's interesting because I do like it, but I'd love to hear why you didn't. Yeah. And he was saying he felt like there was a lot of moments where Drake was reaching lyrically. Yeah. He was like just trying to find something that worked. Yeah. And I don't know if I agree or if it's just that he had a lot of moments where he was just like, yeah, that's funny. I'm going to say that. Because there's one line uh, on another song. We'll get into that later where he says, what are those? Oh, really? Yeah. He says, what are those? I'm like, oh, no. Right. But (laughs) I mean, Drake is just a meme machine, too. Right. Yeah. And and it's good that he's aware of it. That's true. Yeah. Like he literally he created that album cover or his team did, presumably. And then within like a few hours, they'd launched drakesviews.com, right? Uh, I don't think that was his team that did it, but I'm sure they knew that it would happen. Like, come on, man. Like, Drake on top of all these things yeah. now? Like, everyone is doing that That's now. it. And I, I, mean, and I we saw, even like, did it. Of course. And he, like, he posted a bunch of those photos to his Instagram. And it's like, okay, yeah, clearly you are aware of how the internet works. And you just love making jokes out of yourself. And it's good. Just talk to Meek Mill about how much Drake knows about making jokes. It's too soon. Sorry, Meek. <laughs> uh, Feel No Ways, track no number ways. four. Actually, uh, in January, Drake dropped a 10-second snippet of Oh, uh, that Feel was no this, ways. of course. Yeah, so like the first line of the song, uh, I should be downtime whipping on the way to you. You got something that belongs to me. Right, for I knew good- that felt familiar when yeah. the song started, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah, for a good period before the album dropped, I would just play that snippet over and over because the beat was amazing. By yeah. the way, uh, production done by uh, Jordan, who is one half of uh, Majid Jordan. Okay. I think they're signed to the OVO label. Those guys are good. Uh, but uh, this this album, this track, I, I like it. This is one mm-hmm. of those. This is one of the first tracks where I was like, all right, this is this is a good track. The production is 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 good. Uh, I know Drake lyrically. Not as amazing, but I th- I think production was just mm-hmm. so overwhelmingly good that I could just listen to this beat. On yeah, loop. that's it. Like my my only note for this one is that I really like the production on this one. I like how it's kind of floaty and there's an ambient synth in the background, just kind of like hanging out. And uh, there's I think there's like a long instrumental outro on this one as well. Yeah, Does that sound right. Yeah, kind of. Because I wrote something here about liking the outros on a lot of these. Shout out Jordan Allman. Yeah, be- just beautiful song. I mean, lyrically, yeah, it's like you said, it's it's nothing too crazy, but like, yeah, production-wise, and and that comes back to what you were saying earlier. A lot of this album, really well produced, lyrically, not sure. Some stuff is falling flat. Yeah. Uh, we go to hype. We can go to hype. It's one of those track lights. Good. I know. I know. Like the beat for it is all right, but it just sounds too much like a typical like Drake song. Mm-hmm. Again, sound with, with too Baca like... on the intro. <laughs> that, that, that that that's another thing that I just think of is so Drake. Man don't live with the hype, huh? Real thing, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> Remember off uh, Know Yourself, um, there was that one line, um, I may declare it a holiday as soon as Baka get back on the road. Hey, yeah. Baka back on the road. I guess so. <laughs> Baka's back. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been back. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there's nothing about hype that necessarily... Then again, it is totally possible that hype could be one of those tracks that after this podcast, I listen back and I'm like, eh, you know what? I uh, kind of like hype a little more than mm-hmm. than I do now. You know that it, it, it's totally happened before, but yeah. as of now, like hype is just not. 
it's not it hasn't done it enough for me to be like all right like i need to to listen to hype yeah hype is the one where he talks about how he hates a rapper especially hates a goofy especially it's goofy <laughs> i i don't know who goofy is i don't know why he's hating on him <laughs> Where, where is you that? Got, you got you got pulled yeah, yeah. that line, bro. It's uh, I just found it a second ago. It's uh, okay. So, uh, don't you see Riri right next to me? I hate a rapper, especially they feel the same, but they hide it. They just discuss it in private. Don't get along, man. We tried it. What's the point in even trying? I hate a goofy, especially they always die and mention me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, it's like, yeah, and, and it's time to be a nerd and read uh, the genius annotation. So genius says it's Chicago slang used to describe an ignor- ignorant person. Uh, so I guess he hates people who don't know what they're talking about. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I was just listening to this and I was like, I was like, he talking about like like the dog from uh, no. <laughs> from no. Mickey Mouse, you know? No. <laughs> it's the only Goofy I know. Yo, yo fam, I hate Goofy especially. <laughs> well, I hate a Goofy especially. <laughs> He's watching a Disney movie. Yo, how you feel about Mickey Mouse fam? Yo, Mickey Mouse, all right, but I hate Goofy especially, dog. Yo, I don't. I feel no way about Goofy, dog. <laughs> That's literally everyone in the six right now talking yeah. about Disney characters. That's it. They're like, oh, you know, we gotta. We we know what Drake's talking about. He's yeah, talking he about did, Disney, nah, but he's not talking about Disney. He's no. just talking about people who don't know what they're talking about. Yo, That's I don't fair. stand. I can, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say that. Now. I'm gonna add are that we are we goofies for not knowing what a goofy was? No, we don't. Okay. We're definitely not. Okay, uh, we're just people who are trying to understand the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm not. I'm not a guy who's like crazy like you know i'm not gonna say like i know all of the culture you know i learn every day no that's it yeah and you've, you've got to keep learning every day learn every day man learn every day what's the next song uh, uh western road flows i love this track this is the one where if i'm gonna start it from anywhere other than the beginning this seems to be the one that i'm starting from this is one of those typical drake songs where it's just him like rapping you know just yeah. rapping and rapping and rapping this is also the track where he says one of those yeah and he, this is all the track where I, I'm pretty sure he says some shit about pizza within the first like three sentences. Yes. <laughs> uh, how uh, him and his boy Remy couldn't afford pizzas because they were down to pennies. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not at a position where we're down to pennies. Mm-hmm. They they got rid of those. So we're just young, rich and famous. I don't know about r- rich yeah, or famous or famous. We're just young. We're young. And I mean, we're, we're in our 20s now. We're, we're mm-hmm. starting to get up there. I know. I'm starting to feel it. Yeah. I realize I'm in the worst shape in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally at the point where I'm like, it's catching up to me. I'm starting to feel bad. So. Oh, God, no. The yeah. fact that I don't play a sport regularly, mm-hmm. whether it's like pickup or not, I'm, I hate myself so much for it. And right. I, I, hopefully, like, I can, like, change those ways, like, ASAP. Yeah. I'm planning. Uh, I, I'm, I just bought some new gym clothes on Saturday. So oof. it's go time. Trying to get serious. Uh, quick line. He shouts out. Uh, he says KD, which is short for Kevin Durant. That's okay, raining Oklahoma that City was. Thunder. Uh, last year, uh, Drake, I think, no, was it last year or was it the year before? Drake did a show at OVO Fest where he was talking about Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. who uh, this summer will be a free agent and he will have the opportunity to play for whatever team he desires. Okay. And, uh, you know, two years before that, at least two years before, Drake was talking about, oh, yo, KD should come to Toronto and uh, I well Drake at that time I believe he was uh, he had just was be, just was named the uh, the team's global ambassador. The Raptors got fined for uh, for tampering because you're not supposed to be saying like oh yo you should go get this guy like out public like that. Right, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, so uh, it's just bad sportsmanship. You know, I know it just says you know shout out KD and it doesn't necessarily say you know him coming to Toronto. Well, but it, uh, is you it even know. a shout out or is it just him saying like I relate to him? It's like, oh no, it's shout out, yeah, yeah, shout out, Ke- we KD. shout out to Katie. We relate. We get this. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Also, by the way, if mm. Kevin Durant 
somehow finds his way to the Toronto Raptors, mm. we will never hear the end of it as of Montreal course. people. We no. will never hear the end of it. Because yeah. at that point, Toronto will just be like, yo, send the thing, B. We guys have, we just have Kevin Durant, fam. We're just going to hear that all the time. Sure. And and obviously their hockey team is going to try to get better. And they obviously have Drake. They have the Blue Jays too. I'm telling you, Toronto right now, man. It's a good place. It's a great place. They got some good stuff going on. God damn it. Yeah. 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 So that's Western Road Flush. I like I like the last line of this. I'm happiest when I can buy what I want. Get high when I want. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lifestyle that a lot of people want. I, I I mean, sometimes I'm happiest when I can buy what I want, even if I don't necessarily do it. You know, because you get that that security, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you with that. Yeah. Uh also you said something about first take Drake. I like that. That 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 I liked especially because I had just been I just got off a video shoot with uh Tim Blay from Acapella Science uh, a couple days before listening to this for the first time. Subtle plug. And uh and it took him like just way too many takes to do one of the shots that we were doing. And it was complicated to be fair. But yeah, by the time it was done, I was calling him first take Tim Blay. I don't know why I, I thought of it's probably not the case, but when I think of first take, I don't think of I think of uh the sports debate show. Okay. With uh, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, not that I don't think we'd ever see Drake on first take, but I don't know. That's just my, that's just me, you know, being a sports person. Interesting. Also, but he, you know, he's, uh, he, he enjoys sports. You never he, know. He could end up on a show debating it. Well, of course he enjoys sports. I mean, goodness. Have you, you, you should see him. Uh, you should, there's a, there's this, uh, this gift going around of Drake. He was at one of the Raptors games in the first round series against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, this Indiana Pacer player has the ball. Loses it, ball goes out of bounds, uh, turnover on the play. Drake gets up from his courtside seat, and you just see him clapping into the ear of the Indiana Pacer player. He's just oh clapping so hard, like you know, an, like an annoying fan. And uh, I saw this uh, this random video, you know, of Vanessa Carlton, a thousand miles. Doodly doodly do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know that middle part where she's like, "I need you," and it's like, dun, 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 dun. they just put like Drake's clapping part at those parts. So it's like, "As I need you," it's just. That's amazing. It's like the best thing, like the best gift. That's fantastic. So yeah, no, Drake. Drake is definitely a sports guy. Actually, at one point, he had developed this reputation where it seemed as if he was like this bandwagon person because mm. you'd see him at all these like different basketball games for all these different teams. You know, it was like, which team are you? Mm-hmm. He was at all these different soccer stadiums, all these different like jerseys and stuff like that. I was like, oh, which team are you? What are you? Oh, you're a bandwagon fan. What are you doing? Doesn't he have a, a line somewhere in this album about like if you see your girl at a basketball game, she's probably having sex with one of the players? Yeah, there's one of the uh, the random. <laughs> That's like one of those things you hear. Like I, I forget the end of which song. Yeah, I can't remember. No, but uh, Western Road flows. I like uh, it. No, I, I think it's a good track. It's okay. You know. I mean, yeah. It, for me, it 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 feels like it feels like something that I expect from a Drake album. Yeah, and I yeah, it it just does it for me. I like it. It's okay. Should we talk redemption? We should talk redemption. A lot of people, for some reason, were... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? <laughs> like, a lot of people were like, were all like, yo, redemption, dog, redemption, redemption, redemption. All these, like, illusions and stuff like that. All this stuff on redemption. It didn't hit me at first, which no. it was kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't get a lot of things on the first try. But, uh, I don't know, a lot of people, a lot of people liked redemption. I don't... I didn't. I didn't get it at first. I really liked the auto-tuned harmonies on the sort of chorus. Yeah, yeah. That I just it. It worked for me. Yeah, I mean, Drake's obviously going to do that. I don't know. Like Redemption never. It never. 
it's a good soft song. Mm. It's a nice little song. I'll, I'll probably like if it pops up on shuffle, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's what he means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I had this fun moment where I was waiting for someone to show up. Who I was waiting for at work, who was running late. Yeah, right as I started listening to this song, and the first verse he goes, "Why would I tell you I'm 30 away if I'm not on the way?" And I was like, "Damn right, Drake. <laughs> Damn, Damn right. right." Yeah, I think Drake is gonna be 30 at the end of this year. No way. He's already 30, isn't he? Yeah, he's 29. Oh, we should like. Is we have like Jeopardy theme music? Where we could. I mean, just I can just like, do it. We could just Google it right now. Do 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 do. Drake. Do, do, do. Born October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. Oh wow, yeah. Age twenty nine. He'll be thirty. He will be thirty this year. The big three zero. He will be the big three zero. Goodness. That That's next exciting. album at the age in his thirties. Oh man. How many albums do you have now? Uh, I gotta think. Well, I uh, thank me later. Mm-hmm. Uh, take care. Nothing was the same. Do you count if you're reading this as too I late do, as an yeah. album? Then views would be his fifth. Okay, so that's if you count if you're reading this as too. So late. thirty divided by five is six. That's where I was going with that. Six, 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 six. six. Okay, should we go to the next one? Uh, what's the next? Not track? much to say about redemption, I guess. With you, uh, with you, mm. I like with you a lot. Yeah, uh, the I, beat is so good. It's amazing. I like all the little snaps and claps and things. Like party next door for me makes that song like drake obviously he comes in he does his one two verse it's all right but the the hook the opening verse that is party next door that is his track that is that is his yeah that is his this is this is just a fun song too like this is another one of the the dancier ones on this album exactly no man Mm -hmm. party next door man like this is a guy who people were kind of starting to dump on a little bit because he had all these projects, you know, Party Next Door, Party Next Door 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was trying to do all this stuff in OVO. And another guy by the name of Bryson Tiller, who's kind of similar to Party Next Door, comes out of nowhere, drops Trap Soul, and he pretty much laps Party Next Door, a guy yeah. who had who had been doing stuff since like 2013. So everyone was all like, hey, well, you know, Party Next Door, he's like lagging behind. And now he's in a position where he's co-written and, and Dunville goes on uh, the number one song, one of the best songs of 2016 in work. And now his his fingerprints are are on views, and now I can't wait for another project from Party Next Door. I'm telling you, man, like Party yeah. Next Door, people sleep on this guy. Uh, also, Jeremiah is at the end of this. Okay. Jeremiah is on uh, the last part of the song. Okay, uh, yeah, that's the guy with the other vocals. That's but, the guy with the high voice. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of surprised that he wasn't credited because a lot of people sleep on Jeremiah. Hmm. But uh, no, with you is 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 one of those tracks that I have on rotation. In my phone. Yeah. It's about us right now, girl. Where you going? How you? Yeah, I, I like this. No, it's, it's fun. It's it's not too heavy. I like it. No, I'll tell you, man. With you. Yeah. Faithful? With faithful. Uh, the best part of that song <laughs> is the, the Pimp C verse. Okay. Uh, rest in peace to Pimp C, uh, one half of the legendary hip-hop duo uh, UGK. Did did Pimp C pass away between recording this and No no no, no. no. Pimp C died like years ago. So this what's no. what's probably what probably happened is that like maybe like was someone from Drake's camp like got their hands on okay, an unreleased like an Pimp unreleased. C verse. Right. Or whatever, and they just said, like, all right, we'll just we'll just slap it on here. If yeah. you have you get yourself a Pimp C verse, like mm. 
just yeah. release it posthumously. Is, yeah, man, you know, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's what people do now. Like, like when right. Biggie died, right? Yeah. Like the, he's got a whole bunch of like verses in the vault. They just mm-hmm. slap that on yeah. a bunch of tracks. And it's and like did he, MJ had a bunch of stuff. I think Justin Timberlake took a couple of his yeah, tracks. Yeah, and, like yeah. L.A. Reid and all of them. They do that. Yeah, you know, people just do that posthumously. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure, like after they finish drilling through that safe, they're gonna take a bunch of Prince vocals and mm-hmm. re-release that. It's gonna be hard to drill through that safe, though. Well, I mean, Prince is a man who I, I've heard interviews with his like his backing band. Yeah, and like it's super intense. They weren't allowed to like record things for a really long time. If if you were eventually, he started allowing the band to bring in little recorders just yeah. to record their parts. Yeah, and he would tell them when they're allowed to record something. Wow. Yeah. I miss Prince. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe he's dead. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Is we? I like you know when you hear a celebrity die. And you're like, oh, damn, he that person died. Mm. Prince, I think, is the first. I didn't even do this for Michael Jackson. Prince died, and I was I literally ran around the house yelling, no, 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 no. Those were good Snapchats. It was already like a bad day because uh, one of my oldest best friends, I learned his older brother had passed away. I don't know. So I was already like not in the greatest mood. Actually, I didn't know at that point whether it was true. I saw someone put it up as a Facebook status. And I was like, whoa, 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 is this true? And I was trying yeah. to confirm it. So I was still like unsure. And then I heard Prince dies. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like this day's been bad. Mm-hmm. And then my friend confirmed that he died. Yeah. So like that day is like kind of dark. Yeah, but like, rough. you know, Prince dying. I mean, I'm not going to act like I was a guy who who knew everything about Prince. Right. But like the the singles, you know, mm. your, your, your Raspberry Beret, you know, Prince, um, Purple Rain. Kiss. Kiss. Uh, Little Red Corvette, Little Red Corvette, 1999, Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. Uh, yo, I'm, I'm, I would die for you, which is weird because Prince actually died. Mm. Not for us, not necessarily. For us, but exactly, yeah. but but still, yeah. Prince, the, Prince enough was hits, iconic, so. and yeah, that's it. I think I don't know anyone who is actually like a hardcore Prince fan, but like everyone loves Prince. Even even if you don't listen to him, you're like, yeah, you hear his stuff, you're like, oh yeah, it's yeah. great. Exactly. Yeah, he was. Yeah. One small thing uh, with uh, Faithful yeah, uh, yeah. Division. I mm-hmm. need to get into Division. Division is near the end of the track. Mm-hmm. They do the vocals. I need to get into Division ASAP because I have been sleeping on them and uh, it is not right as someone who prides himself as someone to be current and with it mm. uh, to be sleeping on uh, Division. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd never heard of Division before uh, before this album. You know, the only Division you probably heard of was uh, the thing that comes after Multiplication. Addition, multiplication, subtraction, division, or, or badness. I dropped out of college. Oh. That's not an excuse, dude. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Like, oh. Of course I know math. <laughs> that's, that's like high school. Yeah, that's high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my only note for Faithful was, oh my, Drake is getting saucy on this one. Can you talk a little more about why he's getting saucy? I can't remember. I can't remember why I wrote that. Does he like say some mean stuff about people? Well, you wrote that he was being saucy. Yeah, I don't remember. Every time I think of like sauce and now, I think you ever heard of Post Malone? Yeah, Post Malone. He has a song. Vibe He's the ugly guy who strangled Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. And, like Justin Bieber, like like took out his cigarette on. Right, right. Apparently, he's like our age. Really? Yeah. Well, says so Justin. It's not shocking. Yeah, no. It's just that, like, when I looked at Post, I thought, like, oh, I know why I wrote that. Yeah. Why uh, did you write that? I wrote that because of the line, "I want to turn you out like pitch black." Ooh. 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 I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's a sex thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> you talk like you got the juice and the squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah of oh course. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, uh, this track was alright. 
It's okay. Yeah. This track was all right. How do you feel about Still Here? Uh, Still Here is okay. Uh, there's this one line where he says he doesn't F with people because they be acting extra. And mm-hmm. there's this, this girl that I know, she's a good friend of mine. Uh, she says extra all the time. Right. Like, I always just assume that she's the person who got everyone to say extra. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, when I heard this line there, I just tweeted at her like, hey, like, did you, did you... Did you send Drake a little memo? You made fetch happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, like extra is like fetch now. Yeah. Like you be acting extra. Mm. Uh, other than that, like, like still here is like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like it if didn't like, do much to me the first like if, time. Yeah. yeah. Like if like, I feel as if like Drake could like just drop that like a one off. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. I had, yeah, my, my note on this one just said it's good, but it doesn't have any oomph. But then in listening to it since then, like I basically today for most of the day at work, just had this on repeat. Um, and he, he sings a bit in verse two. Uh, he's talking about, I got to talk to God, even though he isn't near me. Based on what I got, it's hard to think he doesn't hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, just a whole bunch of stuff about, you know, uh, hallelujahs and Lion of Judah and whatnot. Um, but I, I like that bit up there about, I got to talk to God, even though he isn't near me. Based on what I got, I think it's hard. It's hard to think he doesn't hear me. Uh, just this idea of like. I think he feels grateful for the things that he has, but he yeah. also recognizes that the world he's in is kind of screwed up. It's always cool whenever Drake is able to put his his faith in mm-hmm. some of these tracks. You know, right, I mean, right. he's a Jew. He's Jew. Yeah. Like, that sounds really weird. He's Jew. Like, no, <laughs> he's Jewish. You know, he, he has that faith and he, and he shows it out whenever he can. Mm-hmm. It's good. But no, still here is great. Well, it's not great enough for me to be like, yo, I need to bump this all the time. Right. But like, it, it's solid. Yeah, it, it's OK. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. There's a bunch of like tracks that you listen to that are just okay, and they're just typical Drake songs. Still, mm-hmm. still here is there. Right now, we're gonna get into the part where, oh, we just passed the halfway marker mm-hmm. of the album, and uh, I, I guess we're gonna start getting get to summer now because mm-hmm. uh, the next track is uh, Controller, and uh, that is the track, in my view, that I think has drawn the most, uh, not controversy per se, but a lot of discussion has been taking place over it because. Mm-hmm. When the song was originally released or leaked, uh, Jamaican dancehall artiste uh, Popcon was uh, on the track. And he had a bunch of verses on it. And it would just be him and Drake going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And some people were vibing with it. But uh, some people did notice that Popcon's verses, uh, they sounded kind of rough. Like if you heard the, if you hear the track, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell it's not really like mixed properly. Okay. So, I mean, even though that was the case, you know, people were still vibing with the leak. So then when Control on the album comes on and you don't hear Popcon and you just hear right. Drake the whole time, you're like, huh, where's Popcon? Where did he go? Why is it? Where did Popcon go? Right. However. Does he does he like say some stuff at the end of it? Am I remembering? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Instead of Popcon. Right. What they do is they drop they drop him for Beanie Man, who's okay. like Beanie Man, who's like a legend. In dance all music, he's okay. a legend. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take out a dude who's who's popping in, huh, popping popcorn. If you're gonna take out a dude who's popping in dance all and replace him with a legend, I mean, that's a pretty good addition. That's Plus, fair, there's changes yeah. in the beats that are really stellar. Mm. Also, in my opinion, I think you only need the first verse from Popcon on this, and then from there, you're you're golden with whatever you do with Controller. Mm. That being said, changes abound. This is still one of my favorite tracks off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought this was a really good track. I had uh, my my only note on this one was that I just watched the movie Click, that Adam Sandler movie where he has a remote control that lets him stop time and stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, and so all through this, this Why track. Why did you do that, by the way? You know, the people voted. What 
the? <laughs> uh, and my, my note here is... Some uh, sick people. I really hope the music video for this track is just a bunch of clips from that movie with Drake photoshopped onto Adam Sandler's stupid face. And, and this track uh, gave me the belief that this album... Well, this track and uh, One Dance... Which comes g- up right after. Which comes up right after. It gave me the belief that, all right, this album is going to be Drake saying, you know what, I'm going... Uh, I'm diving in headfirst into this whole dance hall thing because because mm-hmm. there are so many Caribbean vibes, so many immigrants, immigrant Caribbean vibe. Well, I found so weird saying immigrant Caribbean vibe. That's so weird, but so many like there's a lot of Caribbean influence in Toronto, right? Like you know in Toronto, you know we work is obviously when they've shot the video for work, 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 work They work, shot work. it at this uh, this restaurant in Toronto, this jerk chicken place, mm. and they were just like you know everyone's vibing with it, so. I figured, you know, you make a song like that, you get out all these dance hall vibes, and Drake would just be in the clubs for the for an entire summer. Mm-hmm. He'll still be in the clubs through the entire summer. But there's one place I know Drake really loses. It's in the club. One reason why Back to Back did so well mm-hmm. uh, against Meek Mill, it's a song you could play in the club. Right. You know, all right, fine. You made like a good diss record. You went at a guy. You you wrapped all your bars. All right, cool. Great job, Meek Mill. Good job. Whatever. He didn't really do that. But no, he just released a track of him going, ah! And then when it was time for him to release an actual song, it was too late. Yeah. But Drake dropped back to back, which, you know, he, he delivered some decent bars. The production was all right. And it was booming enough that you can go in a club. You could bang your head. And, you know, you fine. You're not dancing with a girl. Well, Maybe if you got creative, you, you could. You can, but still, you can dance like, to anything. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it was bumping enough you could hear it in the club, and it was it was vibing. Yeah. But when you hear stuff like Controller and One Dance, my first inclination was, all right, this guy's just looking to do, you know, he's trying to go for a different set of bangers. Right, right. And I think personally, if he had gone in that direction, views would have been ten times better. Okay, it would have been way more, like in a way, kind of adventurous because you know. You know, Drake's trying out Patois and well, not trying. Well, yeah, he's he's using like Patois, right, right, like yeah. this, you know, Caribbean dialect yeah. and 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 you know, island vibes and whatever. People would have vibed with it, totally. and people would have enjoyed it, yeah. and and I would have like given Drake full marks for for going in that direction and and making an album that people will want to dance to. Yeah, and that could have easily started a whole, I guess, uprising of North Americans just really starting to embrace that because mm-hmm. you see you see it in in glimpses here and there every few years, you know. Shaggy in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, Sean Paul, you know, with that kind of stuff. But like, you have Drake. Rihanna does that. Stuff. Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna was doing that. And then her sound kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when she went back to work, it was her kind of going back to that. Yeah. But like that would have been amazing. Totally. I'm telling you but that's that's just me. Like, like you know, Controller, still a dope track yeah. with all the changes. Uh, we can jump into One Dance as well, sure. which features uh, Wizkid and Kyla. I've got a One Dance story for you. You got a One a Dance little, story? A little, a little tale. Uh, so so I had bought One Dance and Pop Style beforehand as singles. Yes. Uh, and when I sat down, I was really exhausted, and, it, and the album had just dropped, and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this, download it to my phone, wake up in the morning and bump it. Uh, and so I'm like, I download the album, and iTunes gives me this option. They're like, do you want to like pay for the full album or pay for less because you already have the singles? I was like, pay for the full album. But then it doesn't download the album version of One Dance for some reason. Oh. It does download Pop Style. So that's bizarre. But it just doesn't download One Dance. So I have 19 tracks. Or, yeah, I have 19 tracks. And one, I'm missing number 12. Well, one theory I would, one theory, I guess, is because 
uh, that's a good question. I mean, because you had one dance before, right? Like, yeah, and and I, it's I think, not it's not like it synced up my single into the album. Yeah, and just oh, kept it weird. with different art. It literally would just have skipped it if I had tried listening through. Oh, that's weird. And I'll, I spent like a half an hour trying to figure out how to like. Well, I deleted the single off my phone yeah. and then spent half an hour trying to figure out how to restore the purchase so that I could download the album version. Was it because uh, there weren't changes to One Dance as opposed to Controla and uh, Pop Style? That's possible. Because there were con- there were changes for- to Controla and there were changes to Pop Style. And we'll get to those a little later. Yeah. But my, one- my only other thought about One Dance is that I, I like it a lot more in the, in the context of the album than I did as a single. I think that when... It comes time to, you know, go to like a, you know, a nice little house party. Mm. You go to a little dance in the club, whatever. And you hear one dance. Hey, hey. so this stuff is going to be lit. Yo, man, parties are going to be lit for your music, man. Yeah. Between tracks off of the life of Pablo work. Uh, then you're going to hear like one dance. man. A little bit of Hamilton in there. <laughs> I still I still I, I have to I either have to like watch the musical or, or something because like mm-hmm. you, you you gifted me that album thank you by the way for the no problem. gift uh yeah no i think it, it definitely if i had like watched the musical like i think i would really like mm-hmm. have enjoyed the the album a little bit more because i've I totally got an illegal what... camera version of it i'll send it to you at some point <laughs> illegal camera version i mean um what do you do <laughs> delete that and post Watch you again stuff for free ninety nine. Anyway, enough about your illicit activities. Free ninety nine. I had never heard that until you said it last time you were over. Yeah, free ninety nine. Yeah, you that. got listen to college dropout. You hear what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, free ninety nine. Uh, but um, Grammys. No. Yeah, Gram. You know what? You know what's sad? <laughs> this is the closest I've ever been to understanding future. You know what's crazy? What? Of all the Drake future songs that I've ever come, across, this is my least favorite. Yeah. There was nothing about Grammys that I liked. I was like, skip. I was like, oh, no, nah, no, nah. I didn't want it. Nope, I didn't want it. I'll just, I'll just wait for, uh, you know, the uh, what I'll another ju- time to be alive. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they'll do a number two. Uh, I have a theory. I don't know if you've seen uh, that. Uh, Future and Drake are in fact going on tour together. Okay, they are going on tour together. And they have all of these tour dates. Right. You know, Toronto gets a bunch of tour dates. Montreal gets uh, nothing. Here's the thing. Montreal does not have a tour date yeah. as of yet. But I have a quick theory because every year, you know, OVO Fest happens. Right, right. Uh, early August. Uh, Future is supposed to be at Oceaga this year. Okay. And there's a little break where I forget where they're at. I don't know if it's Chicago or whatever. But they do that. And then a few days after, they're in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Future is going to be at Oceaga. Drake's not. I I I have I have a hunch. My belief. I could totally be wrong. Maybe Drake's just gonna be there. Right. It it would make perfect sense. You just you just add Drake at the last second. Like, oh yeah, Drake's gonna join Future on uh you know his little stint at Oceaga. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't make sense that they're going on this tour and then Drake just has like a few days just chill. Just just let him perform one day. Lum chill. He was already on tour anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, just go to OVO Fest and just keep that momentum going. Like, come right. on, don't let Future perform by himself. I've seen Future perform uh, with Drake uh, back in 2013 for the uh, Would You Like a Tour tour. It's <laughs> a good name for a tour. Is it just Would You? I think it's just Would You Like a Tour, actually. Because it's kind of weird to say, Would You Like a Tour tour? Right. No. But, uh, no, Future's, I liked Future Life. I think he's a, he's a good performance guy. A lot of good energy, even though 
uh, yes, there are instances you don't know exactly everything that he is saying. But I'm, not, I'm not saying that as a as a dig. No, you're not saying no. No, that's that's it's a fun com- to joke about. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a it's a common problem with uh, you know future. But yeah. no, nah, he's he's a no. I, I I enjoy the vocal stylings of future. Sure. So you know, yeah, no. It's just that for some reason Grammys didn't do mm. anything to me. Also, I think I had bumped like Controller in one dance like too many times. I was like, eh, this this is not like danceable mm-hmm. stuff at all. This isn't even on the level of of uh like a digital dash or, right. or big rings or anything off what a time to be alive. That's it. What a time to be alive was like I was pretty hyped about that when it when it first dropped. I don't worry about it. Should yeah, be fine. cool. Uh I haven't listened to it much since. Yeah, no, like there was one of those albums where like a lot of hype was around it, but like mm-hmm. I kinda knew bumping it that i was like all right there's gonna be like a few tracks i'll still go back to yeah. but it's not something that's gonna be like yo this is an instant classic bro drake and future right. have come together with like the joint album of the century my yeah. dude hey future hendrix man he came through man just imagine just put like yeah you know yeah, don't don't put uh, you could just put uh, some auto tune on my uh, my vocals at that last part. And just, sure, you know. I'm definitely not too lazy to do that. <laughs> okay, how do we feel about Child's Play? That was another track I wasn't really feeling as much. <laughs> all, Actually, all I well, wrote on this is why you got to fight with me at Cheesecake. That is that is gonna go down as one of the, like the the tightest memes I love of uh, 2016. All the cheesecake memes. Like uh, what's particular about this particular tra- is about this track is that it samples this like old like New Orleans like house song. Okay. Uh, I forget what the name of the. T- I've, I'm not gonna say the title of it because I know my mom's gonna listen to this podcast, <laughs> or maybe she will, maybe she won't. But someone's gonna be like, "Why'd you gotta say that?" But uh, <laughs> if uh, I, you know what, you, do you want to read it? You can go ahead and read it. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, this track samples Ha Sizzle's New Orleans Bounce classic, "Rode That Dick Like a Soldier." And there's actually people who like point out like, "Hey, did he sample that song?" I was like, "Oh snap!" Uh, the production on this on this track is amazing. It's just like the like as a song. Like, you know what? This may also be one of those songs that like you know you hear in like a party setting, and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay." You know, I'm really I'm really down with Child's Play, mm-hmm. but it's not something I could just kind of like sit down and just have my headphones just kind of go through. But yeah, that's fair. Oh, this is the one about uh, the girlfriend going to the basketball game and having sex with the guys on the team. There we go. <laughs> I knew that was in there somewhere. Oh. She ride though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me get you back to the hood. That's another line of the song too. That was good. Mm. Uh but that's child's play though. Uh yeah. oh, he actually references oh no. That's the that's actually the original thing. Never mind. What were you what were you saying? I was gonna say he references the song that he samples, but in, that is in fact actually just the sample. Yeah, exactly. My bad. <laughs> You're gonna do a pop style? We can do pop style. Yeah, uh, pop style, which uh, is Where did another. Jay go? Yeah, uh, Jay. Uh, they didn't let it clear for the album. I like to think that maybe, maybe that was punishment for Beyonce dropping her album like two days before. Oh, it's you... like at the last minute, Drake was like, "Oh, you're gonna let your wife drop an album two days before mine and try to overshadow me? You're <laughs> off the album." <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Drake would have loved to have had like because because like I said, it was it was supposed to be just a yay verse, and then right. Jay just happened to be there. Yeah. I think it's just you know, ulterior uh, like exterior forces beyond our control. Mm-hmm. Title, yeah. I blame title. I blame. I'll blame title for our, for anything. I'm Global warming. Title. title. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Lack of world peace. Title. Um, beaches with sandcastles getting knocked over. Title. It's totally title's fault. 
Yeah. Uh, the fact that it does does California have water yet? Mm, no, nope. That's, that's that's title's fault. fault. Literally a title. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Title. Yeah. yeah. They could use a title wave right now. Where are you at, title? Yeah. Come on. Uh, I don't know. We can we could have the whole podcast on stuff to blame title for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten but, things that you can blame title for. Number four <laughs> will shock you. Uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say about pop style. I like it a lot. I like it. Uh, how do you feel, yay or nay, on tell my mama lover if I do not make it? Got so many chains, they call me chaining Tatum. I don't like it, but it's funny and I appreciate it. Does that make sense? Like, sure. Like, I like that Drake is kind of screwing around sometimes lyrically. Uh, but it definitely, I can't get over that line. I don't, Every time I hear it, I'm like, I can't take this song seriously. I don't hate it Good as job. much. I don't hate it as much as people hate it. Right. Even though a lot of people really hate it. Yeah. Uh, are you, do you know what the term pop style means? Um, is it, is it a sex thing? No, no, it's no. just, it's just like saying you're showing off. Okay. That makes, that's good. It's like stunned. You know, like, okay, yeah. Like stunned, you know, well, like, that's because he says something about pop style and says like, turn my birthday into a lifestyle. So I just figured yeah, it was, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. All we want to do is pop style. Yeah. Pop style. Another good track. Yeah. Another, another previously released single, even though the throne is not on it. Mm. One good, one good thing I will give Drake points for is that yes, he had to make changes to a bunch of tracks, Mm. but instead of making them, you know, lesser versions or weaker versions, and he has to like dial back and re-edit them so he could re-release them to iTunes, Kanye. Yeah. Uh, you know, Drake's team do an outstanding job with the re- with the edits. That's it. Yeah. Like they've all been at least as good as the original single or Absolutely. better. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh too good. Uh which features uh Riri. That song is Hi, so w- so perfectly titled. Yeah. It's it's too good. It's too good. And another one of those songs <laughs> that would have fit with my perfect vision of a dance hall dance Drake yeah. album. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's beautiful drake and rihanna man it's such a good song will they or won't they are they uh, what What are they doing man are they are they are they a thing are they not a thing i have like, no idea are they are they just like friends with benefits now like yeah, I don't what, know. what's going on man at least you put popcon on the outro on this one well here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing about popcon there like there's a part where uh drake says uh pack up your bumper sit down on it that's interpolation of uh of uh that's a popcorn song. I just forget which one it is. And I think it's a, and I think, and, and the sample and the track and popcorn's part of the end is a sample of, uh, love you bad by popcorn. And yeah. that's actually where, uh, back up your bumper, sit down upon it comes from as well. That basically so, means like, put your butt on my penis. Is that, am I, yes, am I, am I yes. reading into that properly? Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> Way to put it to layman's terms, fam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, pretty much, you know, Popcon gets his verse taken off of one track. Right. They say, all right, we'll, we'll, Drake will just say, I'll just sing one of his lyrics and I'll just put a sample of a Popcon track mm-hmm. at the end and just like throw it in there. Yeah. Hey, I guess it'll sound okay. That's pretty much what he did. Still sounded pretty good. So it sounded all right. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's no, it's no Popcon. Yes. Yeah, no official one. Uh, Summer's over interlude. I like this. This is, I don't know who's singing on this, but it's pretty. I believe the singer on this is uh, Majid from Majid Jordan. I will. That seems to be what this, uh, what yes. Genius is telling this me. This is yeah. this is Majid from Majid Jordan again. Majid is great. Majid is great. Majid is great. Uh, Majid Jordan as a whole is great. Mm. Do not sleep on those guys. Uh, I can't wait to you know just chill in a car and mm. you know just drive around and just kind of play this because that's that seems like one of those kind of like late summer night. Mm-hmm. 
you know this was the one where like this is this is high pitched i was this is i think this was the one where i was not sure who it was singing and thought maybe this was a weekend thing no but uh okay so it's majid yeah no the weekend's voice is the weekend's voice is too like this is too sweet for the weekend the weekend can be sweet too. It's just that the weekend has a particular kind of voice that you you can't really miss it. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it kind of sounds like Michael Jackson in He's a way. He's got a bit more of the scratchy rocker thing going. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but uh, yeah, for sure. That's that's summer's over interlude. That's a that's a nice little like interview interlude just to show you know what yeah. like it's a pretty song. It's pretty and nice. Yeah. Fire and Desire. I I uh, I didn't like it as much. I think it was one of the tracks I skipped. Mm. I didn't really like it as much. Yeah. All I wrote is that I like the chipmunk intro. So yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I don't think I'm gonna go back to it. Yeah, it's 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 all right. Yeah, it's just okay. Yeah, I know some people are gonna think it's like a top five best song. Right. Uh, I don't know if we could find a way to have like a top five of our favorite songs on this album at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, if anything, I don't even know if I've got my own top five to be honest. <laughs> uh no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Fire and Desire is kind of just like tucked at the end. Yeah. Uh, Views, which comes after it. The only part I really liked out of Views mm-hmm. was uh, the sample at the beginning of the track. It's kind of gospel-y. I like it. Yeah, the yeah. Winans. I don't know why I thought it was uh, Whitney Houston, but it's the Winans. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's like my favorite part of the whole song. Mm-hmm. And there's some parts where, you know, Drake's rapping. Yeah. And he just kind of kind of stops for a bit. Then he resets. Like, mm-hmm. I wish he would have really, like, spazzed on the track. Right. But right. Uh, nah, uh, that sample at the beginning is just... Is just perfect. See, that's interesting that you you wish that he wouldn't like pause as much, and you wish he would just go harder. Yeah. I actually appreciate those moments where he like stops for a second and lets the lyrics sink in, and then and keeps going. So yeah, it's just yeah. But yeah. I I feel you though. Like there, it could have been more. It could have been less. I thought it was a pretty solid track. It was okay. It was okay. It was, it was just okay. It yeah. wasn't enough like new like Drake. Like if I want like right. the, the the Drake of. If you're reading this, is too late. I want mm-hmm. I'll read. or not even if you're reading this is too late. But Drake has enough of those tracks where he's just him like straight rapping. Yeah, where he's pretty much just done all his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't anything particularly like too new about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are too many tracks on this album that you know I just think are okay, and yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that views. I, mean, I may go back every now and then, but yeah. uh, you know, I just thought it was okay. I also there there's like a, a sort of rain sound effect that goes on toward the end of this track. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. It's fine. I think it, it it just sort of ties in. Like I I think of big cities in Canada as being inherently rainy places, uh, since a lot of them seem to be kind of islandy as well. I thought it was like just Vancouver. Montreal is an island, Vancouver is yeah. an island, Toronto is an island. You know, we're we're all kind of yeah. rainy and wet and gray. Except you know, Montreal is a much colder place with a lot more mm-hmm. snow as opposed to Vancouver, where it just rains all the time. True. Yeah. Yeah. I can attest to both of these things. But yeah, you know. I appreciate the little rain sound effect at the end of that one. I thought it was a, a good touch. Uh, track 20. I was so surprised to hear this because I hadn't looked at the track listing yeah. until uh, <laughs> until I was listening through it the first time, uh, except for when I noticed that, you know, that one song was missing. Um, you used to call me on my... I didn't know this would be on the album. It feels so out of place. And at the same time, I love it. Yeah, it's like one of the... It's one of those like bonus tracks. It's like, oh, haha, this... This did a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to put on the album, make more money. Yeah, that's it. Like, it, it really just kind of feels like it wasn't necessarily going to be there, but it's just kind of a fun way to, like, you know, you heard the real album and here's Hotline Blake. Yeah. Oh, I like, I like that track. I, it's a I, good track. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like it's supposed to be there. Do you know it's like a remix of like an original song? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotline Bling, uh, there's an original track called uh, Cha Cha by this rapper named uh, DRM. 
Okay. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good track. And uh, apparently uh, some elements of the track were remixed and it ended up turning into Hotline Bling. Interesting. Yeah. One cool thing, uh, Chance the Rapper came here a few months ago. Okay. And uh, DRAM, Metro Boomin. Uh, Metro Boom is this really cool producer. He's like does a lot of future stuff. Does a lot of future stuff. Uh, made tracks off the life of Pablo as well. Right. I think he pro- he is he on? Did he have anything on views? I'll double check that. But Metro Boomin, he is like the up and coming producer of the moment right now. Right. Yeah. And uh, he's good. He's great. But D- but DRAM performs Cha Cha during his set. And uh, everyone's vibing with Cha-Cha and everyone's right. like, all right, this is cool. You know, like, you know, I like to Cha-Cha, whatever. It's cool. Metro Boomin, you know, he's more like, you know, he's doing more like a DJ set, plays Hotline Bling. Everyone just goes into conniptions and jumps <laughs> up and down. I'm thinking like, if you're DRAM and you're just like chilling in the green room and you just overhear like everyone like vibing to a remix. I know he says he doesn't feel feel a way about it, but like, I don't know if that's me. I'm like, damn. Yeah. How come they don't love my version, man? Well, that's it. Yeah. Like, and that's always a risk when you have things that are remixed, right? Is yeah. that the original artist will be sad that their thing isn't being appreciated as much as it could be. Or in some cases, what usually happens is that people say, you know what, we'll just go back to the original artist and like actually like get to know what they're about. Yeah. I don't know. But Drake has, has had a habit of like going on rapper songs and, you know, really making them into their own. Like Fetty Wap had this song, My Way. Drake right. makes the remix, you know, that's the thing. Uh, Sweeter Man by uh, Ram Riddles. Drake remixes that. Boom. That's a hit. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are there are like a few more, you know, Drake remixes yeah. taking over the world. But those are those are some of the more prominent examples. Like Drake kind of has this weird, like oh, another one. Uh Tuesday with uh I Love McConan. Don't know it. Club going up. Oh, Tuesday. yeah, okay. Right, right. Got your girl in the car, she choose. And McConan got signed to, to Drake's label off of it. Right, yeah. Uh, he's since been dropped. Well, fair enough. <laughs> These things happen. Um, Yeah, no, it doesn't look like uh, Metro's produced on any of the uh, the tracks on views. I don't know why I thought uh, Metro Boomin was like was somewhere. But anyway, maybe not. Unless I'm misunderstanding. I no, could no, be, I no, could no, no. It's totally possible. Maybe he could have like written something. I don't know. I mm. thought, I don't know why I did. I probably made like a huge like oversight. Then again, there is no track on the album where it says Metro Boomin wants some more. Like, you know how producers, right. producers have those, uh, yeah, I call them like watermarks where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you listen to a beat and then like you hear like a little, like a uh, little sound effect on the track that mm-hmm. makes it know like, this is the producer who made it like yeah. mustard on the beat. Right. Or, oh. we, yeah. Or we got London on the track. Hmm. Or uh, Metro Boomin wants some more. Yeah. Or uh, if young, well, my personal favorite. If you, if young Metro don't trust you, I'll miss you. Like at the right. beginning of a uh, uh, Father Stretch My Hands Part One. Yeah. Which is like one of my favorite songs this year. But yeah, no, uh, Metro Boomin is that dude right now. But uh, once again, giving up to the man Forty Noah Shabib mm-hmm. for his work with the production on this track for yeah. for the whole album. Uh, all in all, production's great. Some tracks that are great. Uh, not a, I, I mean, it's too soon to tell, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's not really a classic to me. It's yeah. not something that I'm going to listen to back to front. That's it. I can see myself coming back to this yeah. reasonably often. Yes. I don't know. I mean, instant classic. I mean, I have to disagree, right? Because I don't think of it as a classic yet. No. Uh, but I can see it getting there. Do you have like a, how do you determine and how an album is a classic? Well, for me, it's like, 
how how many times like how many days in a row will I want to listen to it if I want to go and listen to it pretty much daily after listening to it the first time then I think of it as a classic Lemonade's like that for me Hamilton was like that I've I've listened to Hamilton almost every day since I first listened to it and that's like a two and a half hour commitment right yeah that's (laughs) that's that's a long piece of music and and when I got if you're reading this I listened to that pretty much daily for the first couple weeks like for me that's what makes it a classic is if you if you become addicted to it after the first taste here's my thing like there's it's so there's so many albums where it's so easy to do that where you know like for example the life of Pablo drops all I was Mm -hmm. doing for for days on end was just Bump that album, you know, front to back. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a great album. The question is, until it got saturated and bullshit, right? Right. But like, but but here's the thing. Uh, th- this time next year, am I gonna go back to it? Yes, there's gonna be a bunch of other of other albums coming out, right. and we still might not get a Frank Ocean album. <laughs> but but there may be a whole bunch of other albums out. Yeah. You know, when it's calm and there's nothing really new buzzing, am I gonna go back to it? Mm. So obviously. You know, when an album drops and you're willing to go back to it, you know, how many times on end for a few days or even weeks, even months after, that's the easy thing to do. Uh, I have a five-year rule. Okay. Five years. In five years, if I can go back to your album and bump it and still be like, yo, this is a dope album. Mm. Might be for Dark Twisted Fantasy, for example. Yeah. Dropped like late 09 or early 2010, whatever. Mm. That's a classic album. Oh, yeah. Some people, some people will call it like the best album of this decade mm. and it dropped like at the beginning of it. Right. Like people will call it one of the best albums. Someone actually called Views. This is grinding my gears about like how we need to look at how we review albums. Do you want to put them on blast? Uh, Get, say, yes. say their name. Uh, I will. We can call to, them out. Uh, This guy apparently is like a random like NBA analyst who goes by the name of Chris Palmer. Okay. Who said that Views is so good. It is the la- the best album of the last ten years. No, what the hell? I I, I can't agree with that. No, I can't. And, 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 and like, I mean, you know, my first instinct is that there is albums in other genres that I think were way better. Like, like no, just, just and you're totally countless. Right. But yeah, I mean, you're totally even within right hip hop, say that. But even within hip hop, like, you know, my 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 big fat Greek wedding exists. That, 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 you know the Kanye album. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that 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 album is hands down way better than this. Telling this is you. a great album, but it, you know, no, like it's, it doesn't stack it's, up. It's not that's not what it is. Like 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 what is this dude? Like what's this dude doing? Like Chris why? Palmer. Did he take down that tweet? <laughs> if he took down that tweet, okay, no, he didn't. Drake just to read out the exact tweet. Drake's views is insanely good. Lyrics, vocals production are impeccable like i said best album last 10 years yeah i don't know man well, that's why he's a sports analyst and not a music analyst hey i talk about sports all the time and i don't say anything as reckless as this then again it's i true. said some pretty reckless stuff but you but, also you also talk about music all the time that is true but like come on like best album of the last 10 years the album barely came out at that point like it only <laughs> been like two days when this guy said it right right Come on, yeah, man. it's it's a little it's a it's a little too soon. Y'all gotta be less reckless with that stuff, man. Mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. don't do that. But all this to say, Views is a good album. Yeah. I don't know if it's great yet. There's a lot of good tracks on it. Yeah, but I don't know whether to call it a great album. That being said, uh, I will be bumping it. I will be bumping tracks throughout the summer. 
I'm going to be taking a brief recess from it to bump lemonade a little bit more. Yeah. No, I want to, I want to, I want to get into lemonade. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I had enough time for it because, and I think that was a bad move on, on Beyonce's team's behalf, like releasing the album like a couple days before they knew views was dropping. Well, here's it's like people are going to forget about lemonade and start listening to the views. I don't know about, I don't know if they'll necessarily do that. And I think that one of the biggest reasons why people won't forget about lemonade is that, you know, fantastic album. Well, one is a fantastic album Two, I think. Uh, they they drew enough controversy between the whole Jay and Beyonce thing mm. to get everyone wondering like, oh hey, you know, is this happening? Is right, this right. not happening? Plus, I think Beyonce is on tour right now. Yeah. So you know, also not coming to Montreal. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Really? I, yeah. When she announced her tour after the Super Bowl, I immediately checked. Nope. Going to Toronto. Wow. Yeah. No love for Montreal. No love for us, see? Yeah. We're getting Maroon 5 in September, <laughs> so you can look forward to that. I, I personally think Maroon 5 are fantastic. I think they're a great band, too. James I, Valentine I, is an incredible guitar player. I but, think uh, Maroon 5 is outstanding. I passed on on watching Maroon 5, yeah. uh, and I don't like regret it, but I, sometimes I think about it, I'm like, damn, I, I should have gone. Cause I would have loved to have band. seen them like 10 years ago. I don't know. Like, I don't Songs know. about Jane was an incredible album. I don't like their newer stuff as much. I don't know. I like their newer stuff, but like, well, well, some of their newer stuff. I don't like Animals at all. I think Animals is trash. That's fair. Animals is totally trash. But I think that like I would totally would love to see like Maroon Five. Just you know, just yeah. to say that you know I did. I still think they'd give a killer show. I just feel like their newer material isn't what I like. That's true. You know, you you just listen to a concert just to hear she will be loved. That's it. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Uh, what's another good old Moon Five song? Those are both off songs about JNA. Uh, <laughs> no, makes me wonder is off uh, the album after that. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. It was like one of the first singles off the album cover where everyone is. Uh, everyone's in this like short room, and Adam Levine is the only dude who uh, is like levitating off the ground. Huh. Uh, that's also the album where I won't go home without you. Is there? Oh, that's a great track, yeah. Uh, Makes Me Wonder is on the album called It Won't Be Soon Before Long, released right. in 2007. That's right. Uh, that's so much knowledge I have dropping Rune 5 <laughs> on a podcast about Drake. Yeah. Well, that's how we roll. You know, you got to Yeah, we roll and we just talk bit. about a lot of stuff. But this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. Next time Drake drops an album. Six. six. <laughs> Years from now. Oh, that was good. <laughs> No, I mean, he's been working hard. I wouldn't be surprised if we get another one within the next couple of years. Dude's, dude uh, did a surprise performance at Ryerson University shortly after the album dropped and mm-hmm. said there's more music on the way. Right. I, I believe it. I mean, he's clearly a hard worker. Six, six, six. Nine, 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 nine. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. There's one track on this where where six, they're six. just saying six and nine back and forth a bunch. Uh, I, remember what uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it's nine. Where it's uh, like, that seems, uh, that makes sense. That's yeah. apparently your corner genius. It's dying, and then they say gangsters. It's oh. not six and nine. Oh nope. Oh neat. Nope. Well, fair enough. Six six six. Dying gangsters. Dying dying gangsters. Gangsters. Gangster. So, any last thoughts before we uh, wrap uh, this thing up? Shout out Drizzy Drake, uh, who is still the man, uh, still chasing that elusive classic album. Will he get it with views? Time will only tell. I don't know if it will necessarily be it. Take Care will probably be his closest effort to being a, to be a classic album. But hey, you know what? Drake still has ways to go, man. He still mm-hmm. ways to go. He's still he he he's he's not thirty yet. No, he still got ways to go in this game, man. So you know, 
Good job, good effort, Drake. Yeah, that's it. Like I, I'll, I'll give this a good effort. Good job, good effort. Would, yeah. could you, would you rate it on five? What like a? I think I'd give it a four. I think yeah, it's a really solid four, album. I think four, it, it's just solid. But yeah. it, like, because I think, I guess because so many people have high expectations of Drake, like four may not be good enough to be like a classic. But I think, mm-hmm. I think three, seven, five, four on five is enough. You have to say that to me again. Sorry. Three, seven, three point seven five. Okay. There we go. I said three, seven, five. You said three, seven, five, four. I was, I was real last. That's a lot of numbers. Three, seven, five or four. Mm. As long as I didn't say like seventeen thirty eight or something. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's like Fetty Wap, seventeen thirty eight. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to do another podcast on Fetty Wap at some yeah, point. You'll have to teach me some things. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks again for coming by. Hey, thank you for guys for me, listening man. to us. And uh, yeah, shout out to Louis for bringing us some pizza. Yo, shout out Louis. Shout out, shout out Domino. Shout out. Well, you know, we're not going to get any sponsors from this, but you know, it's okay. When are you going to get at a point where you can just shout out a brand and actually get like free stuff? I'd love it. If Domino's just wants to give me like a coupon for 50% off on a day that isn't Monday. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Yeah, Shoot. I'll I'll hop on way more podcasts if that's the case. That's it. Not that I wouldn't hop on a podcast. I'm just saying, you know, like like 50% off pizza. It's It's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Six, 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 six. Well. Support the show for the love of God. Six, 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 six. Patreon.com slash up for discussion. Give me your money. Oh, my bum hurts. Six. I've been sitting for too long. Shout out Tom's a lot and I shout out Drizzy Drake. It's a link up to six, 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 six.